First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Let's bring in our guest. Come on down. You're the next contestant inside the studio. Um, it is the one and only, and the first time we've actually seen him face-to-face in studio. That's correct. The, uh, the one and only Dr. Kent Hall. Good morning, Doc. And good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Uh, great. i got to get your mic up there. Okay. Um, so you've talked to us every day for the last year, practically. And, you know, you could see us on TV. We couldn't see you, but this is it. Very unimpressive, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm very impressed, and I want to thank Andrew for inviting me down. and And uh, I guess this was a surprise for you guys. Yes, so. we didn't know it was coming today, so that's <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Two things: I didn't realize how tall you are. How tall are you? I'm six foot. Oh yeah, I, I just I, for some reason I pictured him being shorter. I walked yeah. by; he was standing in the hallway, and I'm like, "Wow, he's taller than I thought." <laughs> the second thing is, I just want to say sincerely, thank you so much. Uh, you have been on the air with us virtually every day since this began, over a year. Uh, the information you provided, the questions that you take, uh, just was an invaluable resource for our community. And I just want to sincerely say thank you very much for doing that every single day, getting up. It's almost like he was an employee yeah. here at the radio station. Yeah. We well, feel thank, that way. thank you. I, I, again, I hope. I hope it was helpful to people. There's um, no question. You know, and that and that people took it for what it was worth, which was, you know, really just trying to give people the information that I thought they would yeah. need to guide themselves and make the right. decisions that they need to make for for the pandemic. Uh, what has annoyed you uh, about us <laughs> in the last year? There's got to be something. You got off the phone and you were like, Ugh. The one thing I hate about these guys is <laughs> the one thing. <laughs> Actually, you know, honestly, I really enjoyed the conversations. I mean, yeah. I've been stumped more than once. Uh, I've really appreciated the, the, the welcomeness and the openness. Uh, I've really enjoyed uh, the bantering a little bit, yeah, um, yeah. you know, and, and I've, I've just enjoyed it. So I, I have not gotten off the phone and said, okay, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was funny because early, you know, kind of probably a few months in, it's hard. It, everything kind of blends together. But my sister is a nurse at uh, MVHS and she was at a informational session for her being a young nurse and you were the speaker at the time. And I think without her knowing this context and you without knowing her at first said, you know, like every morning I go on this show with these guys, and uh, I never know what they're going to ask me. <laughs> Absolutely have no idea what they're going to ask me, but I always have to have something ready, and you always did. And if you didn't know something, you would come back the next day and have it for us, and, and, and that's greatly appreciated too because for you to actually take time out of your extraordinarily busy day to you know do the research and get back to us is appreciated as well. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank, I, again, I, I hope that people have you know been able to live their lives a little bit better with yeah. with with knowledge. So you know, I think it was Joe Habica who was uh, a guest in the studio. Is it does feel good that we've been vaccinated and you're feeling safe enough to be able to say, okay, we're going to let someone in the studio, or I'm willing to go in the studio. That uh, and Joe was in and and said some very kind words about you, very similar to what Jeff just said. And but that came from somebody that was Joe's first time in the studio. It came from someone who's listened. And I and I hear it oftentimes um, where I'm I'm somewhere and they'd be like, ask Dr. Hall this tomorrow. I mean, we all (laughs) get that. Yeah. And it's been um, I, I really think you've been that that bit of comfort, because how often do we have a, a question uh, about something that's important to us that's not our expertise? 
I mean, we all have it. Other things that, uh, I mean, you don't know everything, although it's almost everything, I got to tell you. Uh, but it, to be able to say, I can call up my radio show, uh, the local radio station, in the morning, get through on the line, although for a while, we it was tough to get through. Yeah. I mean, we were, if you remember. You couldn't get to all the questions. Couldn't. It's a pretty awesome thing to be able to have contact with you, ask you any question, and you answer it. Or you'd come back and say, I'll come back tomorrow with the, with the answer to that. I mean, that is in, it's so valuable, I think. Yeah, well, th- again, thank you. I, uh, I'm, I'm honored. <clears throat> excuse me. I, I'm really honored to, to have the opportunity to really, you know, talk to the three of you, to talk to the community, and to, and to give information. And, you know, I, I'm, sure there, I'm sure there are th- some things that, that I've said that people have said, Oh, that's crazy, yeah. you know. Uh, but that's okay, you know. Yeah. I I will continue to give what I understand to be the right answer, you know, based on the information that's available. And if that information changes, I am more than willing to say, you know what, the information's changed. Yeah. One of the big uh, one of the big controversial questions with was hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and For because like six it became months. it became very political, and. It, you came right out and said we 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 didn't have we have no evidence right now that shows that that is effective on on COVID. But there were many people in our audience that believed that was this this was all part of the big lie that uh, the only reason medicine wasn't uh, the the medical community wasn't interested in that is because it's something that President Trump had suggested. And you handled that very well because there were some angry people uh, that called in and. Said some uh, not-so-nice things during some of those conversations. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I will say that, you know, it, it the pendulum swang in both directions. So yeah. there were people who were adamant, oh, you know, hydroxychloroquine must be the miracle drug. There were also people who were saying, oh, my God, hydroxychloroquine is going to kill people right, if they have right. COVID. And neither of those is actually true based mm-hmm. on the science. Right. The science is that there is no benefit, but there's no relative harm either. Right. Um, you know, so, you know, all of the theoretical things in both directions turned out to really not show clinical effectiveness. Um, and that's that's the reality of it. That's why you need to let this go over a period of time so that so that you can say, OK, we thought this, the theories were reasonable based on biochemistry or whatever. But then the reality is, you know, different because the body reacts in ways yeah. that are not always yeah just chemical um, equations. Kind of on the topic that you were talking about, have you ever seen a time in your career as a, as a doctor and a scientist that you've had to basically over-defend something that's scientific because, uh, or scientific because of some political leaning one way or the other? I mean, anything like it, like you have in the last year? Yeah, no, that's a great question, Jeff. Um, Andrew, sorry. <laughs> you know, and, and the answer is no. I mean, this has been, you know, this has been a disease. And, you know, disease is kind of the realm of, like, scientists, doctors, people like yes, us. Yes. You know, this has not been, this has been that on spay, uh, on steroids and in many different realms. And so really, you know, you can't, you can't argue against every thoughtful conspiracy in air quotes uh, because you know some of them may actually turn out to be true and mm-hmm. so you need to be careful so what I what I try to do and I believe what what all credible scientists do is really stick to the science this is what we know based on what the science tells us and science 
is not quick. It's not like a snap of the fingers right. and you've got the answer. You've got you've to let it play out over a period of time to gather the information. Just as we learned, you know, early on, it was, you know, in March of last year, it was, you know, don't wear masks. And then it was in great, April great and May, example. it was wear yeah. masks. Well, and, and, and that is such an interesting thing because you were forced to basically, the medical world was forced, the scientific world was support, forced to, be, to say, the general public doesn't need to wear masks because we were running out of masks mm-hmm. and and you needed them for for people in hospitals and and you know nursing homes um and then we 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 got a supply of masks so then the 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 talking points had to change people to this day still think that that you all got it wrong because of that when in reality did you get it wrong or under the circumstances were you left with no other alternative Correct. Uh, and, you know, in, in life, in life, circumstances change and people, you know, make modifications based on them. When you're doing it in front of, you know, the audience, which is the world yeah. and who are really scared. And mm-hmm. so they're really looking for answers that are going to, you know, that they can hold on to as some degree of of hope as a as an anchor upon which they can they can kind of build. Um and it's not really there because things are changing. It's it's very frustrating for for everybody. So I really have empathy for for everybody who who has gone for all of us who have yeah. gone through through this. Yeah, Manaski, um, we have some uh, some. I mean, uh, we can't just talk about reminiscent type things. Uh, there are <laughs> we people still have who, some questions. People yeah. have questions. Uh, just first, this is Dwayne in Rome, who was uh, kind of echoing what we had said earlier. I really actually enjoyed listening to the Doctor Hall segments every morning. Thank you, Doc. That's from Dwayne in Rome. Nice. Uh, also a question here. Does the COVID vaccine provide any protection through breast milk? Kelly is asking uh, that question. Do we have any info on that? So we actually do. Um, I, I can't say whether it, whether it definitely provides protection. What we do know is that antibody, that when people have been vaccinated, when women have been vaccinated and they're, and they're uh, nursing, that uh, antibodies to COVID have been found in breast milk. And so, and that is similar to antibodies from other diseases that women have had, chickenpox, things like that, where the antibodies are found in the breast milk and they, and in those diseases, they do convey some degree of protection to the baby. Mm. Uh, That is why actually um, uh, uh, immunizations for kids don't start on day one or two. They wait, you know, six weeks, eight weeks before they start them because if you give the vaccine too soon and there are antibodies to it, actually the antibodies attack the vaccine or keep the vaccine mm. from stimulating your own immune system. Interesting. Um, related to children, this is another question here. Somebody came, uh, somebody text and said, Israel and Germany have stopped vaccinating kids outright. The CDC calling for a conference on this next week. It's causing heart issues among kids who are taking the vaccine. Have you heard anything about this? Do you know anything about that? So there is, there is, uh, we are watching closely because there, there are uh, instances of what's called myocarditis, which is inflammation of the heart. Uh, in, in people who have gotten uh, certain vaccines, I believe it's the mRNA, so mostly Pfizer, uh, a little bit from Moderna, but mostly Pfizer. Uh, and they, um, it is happening in younger people, not in kids, at least not that's been overly identified, but it tends to be in uh, people in their 20s and 30s, uh, and it tends to be men more than women. 
Um, it does cause what's called a mild case. So mild case is not that it doesn't, you know, make you feel ill and even that you may need to be admitted to the hospital for a while, but nobody has had uh, needed to be in the ICU or, or has died from it. So it is something that's being watched. It's a very rare event based on what we know now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything about going on with kids uh, in terms of, you know, teenagers or younger than that. So, but, but I do know about what's going on in terms of the younger adults. Okay. Uh, I'll just add to this as well. Greeley messaging in. Uh, Dr. Hall's been a breath of fresh air every morning this past year. We're so fortunate to have had his experience and insight during this time. The rest of the country has been on and off on their own, but not us. Thank you, Dr. Hall. That's very uh, nice. That was Thank you. very nice, Greeley, and we're feeling for you. Greeley is going through some uh, yes. some personal issues as well. Um, uh, I, I want to wrap with this, if, if we could, and it's a, it's kind of a, a two parter. Um, how bad was it? I mean, we had it was it was bad in the spring, but everything shut down, and it seemed to squelch the virus. And we talked about it early mm-hmm. on, saying the problem is is going if we do solve the problem. We're, people are going to look and say, well, we didn't have to shut down. Why did we shut down? It's one of those you got to kind of let people have to be heard in order to to understand, I think. And there were many that were, but it got much worse in December uh, in January. Um, so my first question is, how bad was it? How close were you to reaching uh, a danger zone at the peak in the wintertime? So I will I will say that on two fronts. So first of all, from just from a pure resource standpoint, in terms of what the health system was going through, we were we were stretched. We were in the springtime in the in the in the January in January February time frame. Yeah, we we were stretched. Um, You know, I will say from a personnel standpoint, from a personal standpoint. There were, you know, if when you walked around the floors of the uh, hospitals, um, they were the nurses. Everybody was doing yeoman's work and was just phenomenal. But they were crying. I mean, there yeah. were there were tears because of how stressed they were, how hard they were doing, how hard they were working, taking care of patients, and feeling like they couldn't do enough. And it just kept coming and coming yeah. and coming. Yeah. And now look where we are now. It's just incredible. Um, yeah. Well, one thing, and, can... and, and the second part of the question is: Did we learn that uh, maybe the shutdown didn't have the way as as significant of a shutdown as we had? Did we kind of learn that we probably didn't need to do that? So I would say that the first shutdown was more of a broadsword. It was, right. you know, basically just we need to do everything because we don't know what's going to work it and was what's a bit not going to work. A panic, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that, that we have learned mm. from this. Now, you know, what the people in Albany and in Washington are right. going to do with that information, hopefully they will say, okay, so we need to know that shutting down in this area or modifying activities in this area helps, in this area not so much, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we can mitigate it. But, you know, it's very easy, just as we've learned with what the CDC has done recently as far as masks, okay, um, it's very easy to say all yes, all no. Right. When you go in between <clears throat> and you got to – and people got to use judgment, then it, it gets a little fuzzy. We don't like that. We like everything clean, neat, and very quick. <laughs> no gray way. areas. So, Absolutely uh, true. We're out of time. Thank you so much. Uh, this doesn't end. We continue to still speak with you, and we appreciate yeah. that. I cannot tell he you how much we appreciate <laughs> I cannot tell you how much we've appreciated you. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. And as I always say, everybody, please be safe. Thanks.